episode 64. But you know what the funniest thing about Europe is? What? It's a little differences. I mean, they got the same shit over there that they got here, but it's just, just there, it's a little different. Example. All right, well, you can walk into a movie theater in Amsterdam and buy a beer. And I don't mean just like a little paper cup, I'm talking about a glass of beer. And in Paris, you can buy a beer in McDonald's. And you know what they call a, a, a quarter pounder with cheese uh, in Paris? They don't call it a quarter pounder with cheese? Oh, man, they got the metric system. They wouldn't know what the fuck a quarter pounder is. And what do they call it? They call it uh, a Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. That's right. What do they call a Big Mac? Big Mac's a Big Mac, but they call it Le Big Mac. Le Big Mac. <laughs> what do they call a Whopper? I don't know. I didn't go on a Burger King. You know what they put on french fries in Holland instead of ketchup? What? Mayonnaise. <laughs> I've seen them do it, man. They fucking drown them in that shit. I'm Jesus. The guys on the other side of the mic are in Comunicado. I believe EC is on vacation in Southern California. And my Matt obviously is, uh, well, obviously is Matt. So I really can't talk about that. Um, so I'll be writing solo today. And this will be a real short pod, guys. Um, we're just going to talk about, <laughs> wrap up the, 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 um, the Euros that we've, the first round's already done, um, and then office obviously talk transfer talk. But um, let's um, start up with the Euros. Um, I'm gonna say because I know last week uh, EC or two weeks ago when EC and I were on, um, <coughs> I'm gonna say I was wrong. I was wrong about England. I I thought England would come out strong, and EC had uh, his um, uh, EC had his uh, reserve. He was very reserved about Gareth Southgate and what Gareth Southgate can and cannot do uh, for for England. And obviously, we're seeing that with their the, the team, the team that he's that Gareth Southgate is doing. They, sque- <coughs> I would say, they squeaked by. One nil, one nil. Um, they won one nil first round. Tight Scotland, nil-nil, and then one-nil. Raheem Sterling is the leading scorer for England uh, with two goals, uh, and that's all they have. Um, I don't know, guys. I, I just don't know. And and I'm, I guess this ties into all the United the all United players that I want to talk about. Okay, England has Shaw, Maguire, right? France uh, has Pogba. Portugal, Bruno. Lindelof played for um, for Sweden. And Rashford also. Also with, he hasn't really played much. I mean, he, he's came on the pitch. He came on the pitch yesterday. He delivered one good ball. But he really has not been utilized. And again, it goes back to what EC and I talked about last time. 
If you're hurt, why are you on the pick? Why are you in the team? Period. This Euro first round has been so disappointing for United players. And in my opinion, I know EC is going to probably go uh, come on here and slurp up um, slurp up Pogba and how he got the man of the match, the first match. But the dude was obviously, uh, how would you say, non-existent on their draw against Hungary. And then, yes, he made – he may have had an assist today against Portugal, um, and then some of his passes were just errant passes. Nothing, nobody got on the end of him. I mean, it just he just does with Paul Pogba the 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 awe that everybody, the, all the Pogba slurpers have. Uh, he just he just kicks balls up, and and everybody's you know just is are you know are on awe of his passes. But uh, he wasn't. He did nothing defensively today. Uh, Bruno shit. Bruno can even sniff the pitch today, and it it is rightfully so. It again, I guess I'm coming here and being so negative, and I really hate that. I hate that. I, Victor Lindelof, the guy that we're trying to push out of the push out of his position at United because of Harry Maguire, um, the guy that's the one that's had the best best uh, best performance of the tournament yet so far, and with Sweden, Sweden won their group. He led. He led the line. He's leading the line for Sweden. Victor Lindelof, the guy that we're trying to replace with the transfers. We'll talk about some transfers here. Uh, some of the transfer chatter here in a second. But that guy, that's the guy that's actually having the best tournament. And Shaw is having a great tournament too. Uh, but he's not. I mean, at the you know at the beginning he didn't start. So I have to give it to Victor. So Shaw and Victor are probably the best the best players um, of the tournament for United players. So let's get back to England and and with the way Gareth Southgate's putting he- uh, is is heading up his team because it's eerily 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 similar to what what the hell we're doing with United and it's so disappointing. You know you have so much talent. Um, unfortunately, this last time I think um, two players got you know, pinned down with uh, not COVID violations, but contact tracing kind of issues. But yet you have Rashford. Obviously, he's on the team for a reason. You have Jaden Sancho, which he's barely brought up at the end of the, you know, at you know the beginning of the tournament. It's kind of, I mean, what what's going on? Kevin Phil. Uh, Kevin Phillips, and you play Declan Rice. Declan Rice uh, appears to be gotten hurt yesterday. Was not uh, able to come out of the second half, into the second half. So you bring Jordan Henderson in, which seems there was some, um, you know, it, it brought a little light to it, but who knows. He's still sticking with Harry McCain. Harry Kane, I don't know, $120 million man. Please, United, don't get that $120 million man. He's too old. Uh, let City pay for that. But Harry Kane has not done anything. So Gareth Southgate sticking to the same old, same old plan, like Ole does, in sticking to the you know good old you know old goody but true you know truly uh, lineup. And it's one nil. Yeah, I got him first place in their in the, in their. Uh, in their weak, weak ass division, in, in the division uh, group, 
they got in first place. So they won two matches and they drew one. So that's they had seven points. But I mean, does England look like a world beater? I mean, and they're playing at Wembley. Yeah, Wembley only has what fifteen thousand people, but they're playing at Wembley. I'm so disappointed in England. I mean, I know two weeks ago we talked about you know who's gonna be, you know who's gonna be the performers and. Um, EC was like, he doesn't believe in Gareth Southgate. And I came on here and beat in my chest. And I was like, no, 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 no. Uh, Gareth Southgate's going to, you know, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, I was wrong. And there's not very many times I will admit I was wrong. And this is the time I, I it, it's happening. Um, if it's squeaking by that we, we want to do, uh, because I'm going to talk about Portugal too. Um. My other team that I, you know, picked, if it's squeaking by, okay, let's see what now. Now, now you're gonna have a chance. Now you're gonna have a, um, in this next round, the knockout rounds, you're gonna have to prove your worth, because now it's win or go home. You squawk, you squawk by. Is squawk by a word? No, no, squawk by is not a word. If you squeaked it by, no, squeaked it is not even a word either. You squeaked by. Your um, your. Your group, Portugal, unfortunately, they were with France and Germany. So, I, I mean, it's not really squeaking by, but, I mean, there was tenth times today, tense times today, and, you know, it was just, it was unnerving. Um, but for my picks, you know, for England and Portugal, uh, now England, you face Germany at Wembley. The Blitzkrieg is coming back. I mean, how many times does that have to happen? I mean, what was it a tournament? Um, what tournament? Brazil, or was it in South Africa uh, that you um, fa- faced Germany again on, again in the knockout stages and they knocked you out? What are you gonna do? Are you gonna play defensively like you have? I mean, Germany drew with Hungary today, two two, two two. What are you gonna do? Germany is not the Germany of past, the the World Cup Germany, but yet. They can produce offense on you. So what are you going to do, Gareth Southgate? Are you, how are you going to play? What's your formation? Same old, same old. One nil. You're smashing grab. Or you, you're playing at home at, Wem- at Wembley. What are you going to do? Same thing with Portugal. I, and I don't think Portugal wants to play that way because the type of players they have. I think Portugal's forced to play that way. They can't get anything going in the midfield. They changed it up today, um, and this goes back to the United player that we have, Bruno Fernandes. His hangover that he that he's had for pff, how many months into the United season, his hangovers, you know, spilled over into the Portugal. The national team. He didn't start today. And the team looked better. Fluidly looked better in the midfield with Bernardo Silva and John Moutinho and Renato Sanchez. Uh, they just looked better. Because now everybody knows that Bruno Fernandes is undisciplined and he's not the type of player that we thought he was. I hate to say it. I mean, that's just, I've been, I've been kind of I'm off the Bruno bandwagon for quite some time because of that fact. Because of the fact that we're, we're not getting the player that we got 
when he came from Sporting Lisbon, the player with that fire, the player with that 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 you know that passion. Unfortunately, there have been there been, and I'll say it. I don't. Know, I mean, obviously, I don't have EC or Matt to rebut me on this on this factor. But obviously, there are players on this team that have influenced Bruno Fernandez, and have been influenced his play to play lazy. And you know what? It shows. And that's why he got dropped by his national team. Laziness. Um, that's just, you know, sometimes we, you know, most players don't have the, the talent like some other players have that can disguise, you know, uh, their play. But it shows. It, I mean, it shows. I mean, it's showing right now. I mean, with friends, you, you draw against Hungary. You draw against Portugal, and you and you win. You you beat Germany. I mean, what is it? You get subbed. It's subbed against Hungary. The whole mid the the two the two midfield players, attacking midfield players, get subbed. Today was a different story. They had to have him. I'm not gonna say his name, because uh, nah, I um. He doesn't. He doesn't deserve my the breath that I breathe. But it's an, it's just unfortunate. <laughs> Getting back to Bruno uh, in these Euros. So Portugal plays Belgium. Now, they're gonna need all guns. I mean, shit. Everybody could say with Ronaldo, 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 Ronaldo. Fuck, man. It's amazing what this man is doing at his age. He just broke or he's tied. 109 goals, international goals. Amazing. Amazing. This is no wonder at that age, at with that passion, you know, to still to still play, to still give it that energy up and down the pitch. Because I saw him today. He was up and down the pitch. He went from offense. He played defense. Yes, Ronaldo does what Ronaldo does. I mean, he got the penalty to the handball penalty. I mean, he kicked the ball to get the handball penalty, and then he banged it in. Man, the man is that's that is world class. That's world class. That's a world class player. Ronaldo. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's thirty seven. I want to say thirty seven years old. Come on. If anybody disagrees with that, he's still banging in goals. Club and country. I mean, and the rest of the players, I mean, is this with Portugal? I mean, it, it's showing their defense. I think they're with Pepe. I mean, Pepe's fuck, man. Pepe's my age, probably older than me. He shouldn't be on the pitch. Ruben Diaz, I mean, where was the Premier League player of the year? You know what I mean? Where has he been? You know, probably, you know, he's probably just picking up Pepe's scraps. You know, they got unfortunate, especially against Germany. They had, what, two on goals against Germany? But yet, they had some bangers, you know, that come in. And obviously, they had, you know, um, the, you know when they lost 4-2. So, I mean, I mean what, what, what are we going to see, again, in the, in the rest of the tournament? I mean... The Netherlands have a clear path. To 
that's I mean that's the that's that's the team right there on the left hand side. Who are they going to beat? They're going to get to the semis, and if they get to the semis, who are they going to face? England, Germany, Sweden. Sweden won their group, so don't sleep on the Swedes. They're good defensive. So who are they going to get? The Netherlands. I mean, shit. They got they got the luck of the the luck of the draw. Unfortunately, Portugal is shit in the stick too. Because who are they going to face? Belgium. Second round. Who do they face? Second round. They face Belgium in the first round. They're going to face Italy in the second round if Italy progresses over the Aust- over Austria. And then, if they get through Italy, if they get through Belgium, if they get through Italy, then they have to face the winner of, you would say, France, Switzerland. Obviously, the France is going to go through with their pedigree. I mean, if they don't, then, you know, I, they're the French, so they... they 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 lie, they lay down all the time, so I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't not I wouldn't um, disagree with that, but I don't think they're gonna lay down the the Swiss the Swiss. Croatia again, so you have a World Cup rematch right there. Croatia in the sem the quarterfinals. If Croatia beats Spain, and Spain was a damn their performance today, five nil. Where the hell was that Spanish team? They were on the brink. Of elimination today, by only draw by drawing two two, you know, by drawing two games, so they only had two points, and they go on and have gangbusters today, you know, and it, it seemed like it come on in the thirtieth minute. Unfortunately, uh, Alvaro Morata is still <laughs> got. I, oh, I mean, I don't know this guy. I mean, poor guy. I mean, you can't catch a break. This guy, you know, especially in the Spanish media. I mean, he, you know, he's in Spain. The games are playing, they're playing in Seville, Sevilla, or Seville, whatever you want to call it. Um, oh man, the guy can't catch a break. They got a they got a penalty, and he fucking, I mean, he missed it. You know what I mean? He missed the penalty. Poor guy. I mean, he's just hot and cold, this guy. You don't know what you can get for Alvaro, Alvaro Morata. But, you know, Spain came on. They had two on goals and obviously <coughs> three other goals. So they came on, win 5 0. So, so what do we get? I mean, what, what do we get with these, um, with these Euros? Who do we expect to come out? I mean, it's just, golly, it's just so tough to. Uh, I mean, it's going to be hard. I mean, and whoever you root for, Germany, Portugal, England, I mean, the favorites are not going to have an easy route. You know, the big dogs, you know, the big boys are not going to have an easy route. Unfortunately, the Dutch are going to have pretty much a clear path to the semis until in semis and into the finals. And that's sad because what they didn't even qualify for the last World Cup, right? I mean, yeah, I don't think the Dutch are deserving, but they look they look good. Giorgio, uh, Giorgio, Giorgio, or whatever. Walden, you know, is having a is having a tournament. 
you know, he can be he, – he's up there for player of the tournament um, along with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, along with um, – who else? I mean, shit. The, probably the whole Italian team, you know, that has been playing well. So, I mean, who – I mean, what are we going to do? I mean, who do we have? I mean, because Saturday starts the knockout rounds. And I'm I'm perplexed. I'm very perplexed. That's why I'm kind of like on here, like kind of meandering and trying to give you an update on, on how what what things are. Because the last time we talked was two weeks ago when you know the whole tournament kicked off, and we had a kind of good you know a good feeling on where you know where, what teams are and how teams are playing, and what do we expect of these teams. I expected a lot more from both my teams, Portugal and England. Um, Germany hasn't played well. I mean, France hasn't played well. Spain has not played well. I mean, any there's not really a good team that has dominated other than Belgium and the Netherlands that have dominated their group. So what do we expect of these knockout rounds? I mean, because it's different, right? You flip a switch. It's winner go home now. So, yes, I mean, that's the understanding from now in, in, in international tournaments. You have a switch that you're just going to flip. Into what you know, knockout. I mean, it's just winner go home. You know, now it's now it's extra time. Now it's PKs to advance. No matter what, it draws. Don't care, you don't care about that shit. So how are coaches going to coach? Are they going to coach defensively? What is Garrett Southgate going to do? Is he coach defensively, or is he going to actually attack and, and go for it? What is uh, Santos going to do? You know, is he going to do the same? Obviously, he is because he has Cristiano Ronaldo at his at his becking call, at up uh, <laughs> up top. But he needs to shake that shit up. Joe Felix is. I mean, I don't think he's sniffed the pitch. All, all I mean, I haven't seen him. And that's that's the next that he's supposed to be the next Cristiano Ronaldo. I don't know. And then Didier Deschamps today was. Um, was getting a question on his lineup situation. Playing Condit at left back or right back when he's actually a center back. I mean, you, I mean, it, these coaches are trying a lot of things in these, <coughs> excuse me, in these, um, in these knockout rounds that just don't make sense sometimes. There's, I mean, the Dutch have been pretty, pretty. Frank De Boer's his job was on the line. He, everybody knew it coming into this tournament. I mean, hell. I mean, there he was getting flacked, even though they won the first match. Because you know they they were up they were up by what so many goals, and they they dropped the ball, and then they finally came back. They won what uh, three two, I believe. They were up two nil. They came back tight two two, and then you know then they won two three two. It's just you know Frank De Boer. I mean, he's getting flacked. I mean, what is um. Roberto Martinez to do. I think the Dutch team is probably the only team. The only team has gone pretty much, gone flying. And credit to Kevin De Bruyne, even though I hate to say it, Kevin. Credit to him, man. You know, the man broke his face pretty much in the Champions League final, and uh, now he's competing still. I mean, now he's back competing at, at top level football, and he's had a, a hell of a past two games. Now that he came back. And Romelu Lukaku, shit. <laughs> what are we? 
What do we say about Romelu Lukaku? Uh, as a United fan, good riddance. Thank you. He was gone. But shit. What a... <laughs> the guy is playing ball. He is. I mean, he was up there in scoring in the Italian league. He won. He helped Inter win the championship this year. And then now he's banging in goals at the international international tournament. I mean, damn. I mean, it's just it's one of those things like why do players have so much talent and they come to United and they shit the bed, right? Which Lukaku didn't really shit the bed. I think just his personality just didn't fit with that of um, you know the team. And also with the current player that we have that plays in their midfield, um, just, you know, just poison the team. So they got rid of him. Maybe they got rid of the wrong person. Maybe it's something Ola needs to reconsider is maybe you got rid of the wrong person because you're, you're solely dependent on building a team around one with this guy. But, but I mean, He's turn, this tournament's gonna it's gonna get interesting now. Now it's gonna get very interesting, starting on uh, Saturday. So Saturday, Saturday lineup we have. Let's get to the Saturday lineup. So we have Saturday. Italy, Austria, playing at two o'clock Central Time. <coughs> Italy's playing awesome. They're unbeaten, right? With 18 matches unbeaten. Um, they're playing team. Roberto Mancini has them playing as, as a team. They're going to be hard to beat. I don't think Austria has the firepower. Lewandowski today. Uh, no, he played for Poland. I'm sorry. Uh, Austria. You have what? Uh, Alaba. You don't have much, and then you have uh, Anatovic, I believe, plays for Austria. I think he's back from his um, his uh, suspension, for whatever he was suspended for in the first match. I don't think there's no way that Austria beats Italy come Saturday. Then you have that's early match. That's a late match. The early match you have Wales Denmark. Okay. I'm not, I hate to be the asshole, but I, okay. Erickson, what happened to Erickson was horrible, you know, and, and the way they, the you know, the UEFA handled the situation and, no, the response they handled, everybody's, you know, there's, there's hit and miss on that, okay, what happened. But, hey, he came out on it, he came out on it like a champ. You know, he's alive. He's released to the hospital yesterday. Uh, I know UEFA has been getting some pretty, you know, pretty big shtick. Uh, because the fact that they rescheduled the, the next the Finland match the next day, and that was just you know everybody's been up in arms about that. But should Denmark actually still be in the tournament? No, I really don't believe so. But they're in. They're playing Wales, another team. Should they be in the tournament? <laughs> I've been having arguments. I mean Wales. No, I don't. I don't. I mean, none of these teams should not still be in the tournament. It's unfortunate that this team, this tournament has been in what, 
the top three teams, <laughs> excuse me, um, move on to the next round in a group of four. Other, I mean, the, the, the third team is now put in the same pool. And anyways, but they got second in their group, I believe. So they moved on. So unfortunately, you have Wales, it's Wales, Denmark starting said the Saturday night Saturday lineup. Daniel James. He's been playing okay. I'm not saying he's playing great. Uh, he's been had, he's missed several chances for Wales, and um, but he's distributing the ball. He's he's putting he does what Daniel Daniel James does. And I for, I forgot to mention earlier because he's a forgettable player. I'm sorry, Daniel James is. He's not done anything this year to make me remember that Daniel James plays for a national team, but he does. And he's playing well for his national team to to a certain extent. He's missed some chances that he could put away. So, out of that match, out of all my bitching and complaining, I'm going to go with <laughs> Wales, actually. I'm going Chalk on Saturday. I'm going to go Wales, and I'm going, obviously, Italy. I'm going to Chalk Saturday. No, there's no upsets. There's nothing that's going to, you know you know, bother me for Saturday's match. Sunday's the key, right? We have Belgium, Portugal. They play at two. And then we have the Netherlands. The Netherlands play Czech Republic. Uh, that match, obviously, it's chalk. I mean, even though shit, what, uh, Shtick, I think his name is Shtick. Shtick. Um, probably, I mean, United have probably been linked to this dude because of the goals he's doing. He's had three goals the first goal is a wonder goal from 50-yard line. David Beckham style pops it in. Boom! You know, it's over the keeper. And it was like weird. He kind of like came back from his right to his left, popped it over. I mean, he just floated it over the keeper. And then he, he had an awesome header, and then he scored in the second game as well. So, Shtick, I think his name, that's how you pronounce his name, Shtick. Um, that's Chalk. I'm going to go Netherlands on that one. I mean, it's as simple as that. Belgium, Portugal. Now this is the one. Am I going to, am I going heart overhead? Huh? Head says Belgium. Heart says Portugal. And I'm going, ugh, I can't, I can't, I can't. I really can't. I can't cheer on for Lukaku. I can't. No, I'm going to go heart over this one. Portugal, and obviously it's Ronaldo, obviously. I want to see him break the record at 110 uh, scoring. So Sunday at 2 o'clock is going to be, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very, very interesting. And to see what, what goes on. But Sunday at 2 o'clock, um, I'm going to, I'm going to be cheering on some Portugal from, you know, my, you know, my opinion. I don't know about y'all. Uh, Croatia has whom? Croatia has Spain. The 11 o'clock game on Monday. Whew. Let's see. Um, dude, that's a good one. I, whew. Croatia, Spain. 
Croatia, maybe? Luka Modric seemed like he was crying like an asshole or a bitch last game. You think it would be a Spain-France? Because I'm already calling France to win the next match later on the day. Um, you call it that. I mean, there's no reason to bullshit about that one. Um, you think it's Croatia, Spain, Croatia, France? Rim? Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Let's go with that. Uh, the next Tuesday matches, then we got the, you got Sweden, Ukraine. Another one, I mean, Sweden, Ukraine should, should be both teams could should have faced better teams, but hey, I don't run the, I don't run the, I don't run the draft. And then England, Germany. Um, play at two o'clock. Let's go with uh, Sweden. Obviously there. And do you think the Germans? You think think the Germans will you know will make it uh, two in a row against the English? Yes, I do. I do. I the way England has played, and I I'm, and you know you know the reason I'm doing this, guys. I mean, it's not because I really believe it. Uh, or my heart wants to say. I'm doing, trying to do reverse psychology. I'm picking the Germans because I really want in the English to win. So if I'm wrong, I'm, I don't care. But, yes, the way the Germans came back today against Hungary, I know it's against Hungary, so it doesn't mean much. The way they dominated Portugal on Sunday, uh, you just don't know. And the way England been playing, 1-0, 1-0, draw, I mean, it just it does not give you any comfort on 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 what how things are gonna go. But so those are my picks. So hopefully um next week EC's back. Uh, EC's actually in uh, San Diego, the Wells vagina, um for a soccer tournament. So that's why he's not on today. So that's why uh, it's just me by myself, guys. And Matt Matt has a son for the summer. And so, well, I mean, it's just, you know, and me. It's just me, just good old me. I mean, you know, you're just going to have me once in a while. Um, you know, you probably have EC once in a while, you know, when I go on vacation. But no, EC's on vacation, so he couldn't, he couldn't make a call in, so that's it. So by hopefully by the end of um, next week, we'll look back on all my picks, and we'll see where EC stands on, on the picks as well. Uh, but let's get to some transfer news. Uh, let's get back to United. That's what we're here for. This is a United. This is a United podcast. Uh, let's get some action. Some transfer news because apparently an official bid came back came for Jane Sancho, and it's been two weeks. It's been two weeks since it, this has been brewing. Last uh, when I we signed off the last time, I said hopefully within the past since. Since the next time, you know, that we're, we're recording, uh, I, I told EC, hopefully we have this deal done, and we have it. It's all over money, right? United is lowballing uh, dormant, and now there's rumors, there's talks, there's whatever you want to call it, that James Van Der Beek is, not James, <laughs> Donny Van Der Beek, um, has now been put in the Kitty pool or kitty, whatever you want to call it, um, to uh, to sweeten the deal. Don't know how much money is, but it, apparently the fee is still eighty five million pounds or 
euros or what do you want to call it. So it's a lot of money. Still for this Jane Sancho guy, hell, he can't even get a starting position with this England national squad. So why does he cost so much money? And that's my that's my that's my biggest rub, right? Why does this kid cost so much money? So it goes to show that United are still United. We have not made a deal. We have not done a deal. City is already what they already put a a bid for again. Said her earlier, Harry Kane at 100, 120 million. Then I saw uh, I saw a report that City is now not afraid to splash him cash, whereas they were before because because of financial fair play. So they're looking to get Kane at one twenty, and also uh, Holland at one ten this year to spend two hundred twenty million. 30, 230, I want to say. Was it 230? Or is it one, 110 each? Whatever. Spend 200, fuck, man. I don't give a fuck about the change. Spend over $200 million for two strikers. And also, go get Jack Grealish. Because Jack Grealish, apparently, his stock with his euros are rising, is, ri- is rising like a rocket. But yet we're still nickel and diming for a kid. It's unproven this year, obviously. Yes, he's had a good year before year before. We're still nickel and diming for eighty five million dollars and who knows what he's gonna be on wages when he come when he gets here. Is he gonna be on more than Bruno? Should he be? I mean who knows? It, this whole thing is just starting to get really, really tiresome, guys. Paul Pogba is also up for a new contract. More money. He's already second pay, second highest paid player in the team. What does he want? What I mean, what does he what has he done to deserve a new contract other than we need to keep him, you know? Um again, now we have uh David De Gea coming out as agent saying that he loves United. He wants he's going to stay. He's going to fight for his position. So with the highest paid player at 375 million pounds, on the team, still wanting to be on the team. What does that do for, again, uh, Jordan Henderson? You know, what is, I mean, what does that do for him? Henderson. Dean Henderson, I said Jordan. Dean Henderson. Because we already signed Heaton. We signed an old ex-United player back to the team. That's our first signing. That's the biggest moves United have made. They signed a, I mean, what? Would you even call him a 15 goal? 15 team? 15? 15 goalkeeper? Or backup goalkeeper? Whatever. I don't know. Because you have you still have Dean Anderson. You still have David De Gea. You still have Romeo, Sergio Romeo. Uh, I mean, what are we doing? The incompetence of our back room and boardroom. I mean, now, I mean, obviously our name's going to get thrown in. And, 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 and it's rightfully so because we need a center back. So, I mean, we're just all over the place. Center back, you know, Varane, uh, we've made an improved offer with Varane. I think he's valued at $65 million. 
Sergio Ramos now is on a freeze. Do you want an old-ass Sergio Ramos? Paul Torres plays for Spain. Young, younger than Veron. Has the same ability as Veron, but not as proven. Do you rather? Would you rather go? I mean, he played. I think Varial, Paul, Tor- Paul, Paul, like Paul Gasol, Paul Torres. Would you want him? I mean, it's just, you know, what are we doing? And then obviously the whole midfield. Declan Rice is hurt. Who are we gonna go after? Are we gonna go after? You know. Niguez, Saul Niguez. I mean, it's just, what, I mean, what are we doing right now? You would think United knowingly need, I mean, the Glazers, the pressures on them with the Glazers out movement. Where has that gone? Where has that gone? All talk, no play. Where has that gone? Because they said they're what? They're, they're thinking about getting Cristiano Ronaldo? I mean, what, where is the pressure gone with these? Supporter groups. I'm going to call you all out. I mean, I don't see shit no more. Nothing on YouTube. Nothing. No protest. I know there's no nowhere to protest, but how's your, um, how's your, uh, you know, your advertiser, you know, uh, boycott going? Huh? I don't see shit. All your supporter groups. United Stand. United View. Fucking Rants. Fuck, fuck McNuggets. I don't see shit. Saeed. You sit on your couch. I don't see shit. I don't see nobody. They just want they talk they talk a good game. They don't walk a good game. You say you're gonna boycott. Where is the boycott? Where's the hashtags? You gave in to the Glazers. And they're taking it. And they're doing what the Glazers do. Nothing. Nothing. Their investment's gonna stay the same. Until somebody comes in and buys United for the valuation that they have. And I'm pretty sure it's $5 billion. And they're going to walk away with debt still on the club. And the United fans hoping somebody's going to do something. So everybody, you're all on the top. All you, you know, the, the Glazers out. I am, shit, I haven't bought shit. I am not no Chevy. I am not nothing. I am not no Jersey. Nothing. So, I've been, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a big advertising guy, so I'm not going to go out and support. I, I mean, I haven't bought a, unfortunately, and it's probably fortunate, hey, fuck, I'm fat. They don't make, they don't make jerseys in my size. They don't make shirts in my size. So, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate that way. I'm fat. Too fucking fat. So, you know what? Hey, unfortunate. But those people that go out and buy, hey, the new kit's coming out. You're going to buy the new kit? Obviously. Put your glazes out. Whatever it is. the fuck out of here. Because you know what? They played you. They played us. And they're still stalling. They have not done anything in two weeks. Jane Sancho has been on the table for two weeks. Varane, I know everybody's saying, wait till after the Euros, wait till after the Euros. And what happens? The Euros go by, and it's like wait to the beginning of the signing, signing season. Who's, I mean, shit, who is going to do a medical? Uh, Memphis Depay for, for Barcelona. They're supposed to be doing a medical already. And he's with the, Na- the Netherlands team. 
supposed to be signing for Barcelona. They're going to give Messi a contract already. A new contract. Upgraded contract. Rumors are. And we're here. We're waiting for what? Man City to make a move? Man City's going to make their move. And Man City's going to pay money for the move. Obviously, Tottenham says they ain't selling Harry Kane. Who knows why? But they're going to make their move. Are we waiting for that? Seems like it. So it's going to be another year. Another year of the shit, that, the shit show we have and the losers mentality that we have. We need to get new blood. We need to get new blood. We need to get, we need to get the, this cancer out of this team and get new blood. I know, I know everybody's probably tuning off because I'm the Debbie Downer of this group and EC and Matt are the, the rah rah shish guys. But I'm just telling you how it is. Because you look, you saw, look at Bruno Fernandes' performance with the national team. And compare it to when he came to United. Compare it to when he came to United and what he did for United those first months that he came to United and was the man. And then have to share the spotlight with the number six. Tell me. And then tell me, tell me how it's changed. He got dropped. He didn't, I mean, he came on, what, the 74th minute today? Bruno Fernandez came on. And what did he do? Not much. He almost gave the ball away. He ain't the player that, that, we, that we signed. He needs an attitude adjustment, in my opinion. His skill, his ability, well, he may, he's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to get rid of the guy. I don't, again... There's other players we can, but there's players that we need new blood. We need new blood to come in here, revitalize the club, and hopefully that can be. I don't. I don't believe it's Jane Sancho. I really don't. Not that much money for a winger. I'm pretty sure you can get a winger for a lot cheaper, or you can have uh, Mason Greenwood. But we do need a defensive midfielder, uh, for sure. Uh, and and Declan Rice, he showed us. Colors this 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 uh this tournament is he the mid, is he the defensive midfielder United need I I don't know again it goes back to how Southgate's using this guy and then it goes back to the ultimate question how's Ole using this guy is he gonna use him the way he needs to be I don't know is Saunders I mean who knows I mean it's just this it just it is so perplexing when looking at players that we want. I mean, shit, like I said, the Czech guy, shtick, shit. He should be the next freaking Erling Holland, the way he's been playing this tournament, right? But he's not. He plays, he's not, you know? I mean, uh, I don't know. It's just frustrating, you know, just looking at these players, looking at our targets, looking at everyone that we want. And I look at our players that we currently play, and just looking, and they're just not performing in this tournament. So hopefully, you know, hopefully we see something new, right? Hopefully, by the next time we talk, again, I know this is the Debbie Downer pod, this right here, this podcast. And don't, hey, guys, don't, uh, don't, do not stop listening because you hear me. But, I mean, we um, guys will be back. EC and Matt will be back. But, man, I'm, just, I'm here to tell you the truth. I'm like, this is a, 
how would you say, Daddy's Weekend, right? I'm going to tell you the hard truth and not going to give you all the, the, you know, everything's fine and I'm going to, you know, pat your butt and feel, make you feel special. No, I'm going to tell you the hard truth. And this is our truth, the where United's at and where United players are at. I mean, like I said, Victor Lindelof, probably the player of the tournament for United, of, of the United players, him and Shaw. That's it. Period. Done. Dunzo. So, I don't know. But we have another round, 16. So, I've given you my predictions. So, hopefully by the time next week, EC, when EC's back, Matt's back, they can give you their predictions on, because we already have the 16 done. Who's going to go 8? And then, hopefully, probably, who's going to do uh, the eight, uh, quarters and semis? And then we'll have another pod before... Uh, before the final, the, the Europa League finals, and hopefully we have some sort of positive transfer news by then. You know, hopefully some good news for y'all. Hopefully, right? But it is what it is. It is what it is. And you caught me. Uh, you caught me on when I'm traveling again. So you know, we'll, we'll see what we can do. So guys, uh, great pod. Uh, you know, thank you for listening, and we'll uh, catch you hopefully next week sometime. So watch the Euros, watch uh, watch the transfer news, and if you have any questions, comments, just put them on our Instagram page, our Facebook page, our TikTok page, and what else? We Twitter. That's what we have. Twitter. So hit us up on those things. And uh, Lucky Diaz, where you at? Thank you.